got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land. What up everybody, welcome to the Swift Chancellor Report It is Wednesday, 11.30am, November 29th, the year is 2017 I'm your host, Wes Jackson We're here at ycradio.org, the voice of today's generation Here on the beautiful campus of CUNY York College In wonderful Jamaica, Queens Had to be back with y'all again the semester is coming to an end. I think we only got a couple more shows before we get out of here. Post-Thanksgiving, hope everybody had a, a, a good one as we wind down the year and, uh, and um, our students wind down their semester. Um, good show lineup on tap. Got, got, got two topics that I'm, I'm really ready to, um, to dig into. Um, the first is uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the Grammys and if anybody sort of saw... Um, Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest went on a bit of an Instagram rant uh, last night or yesterday evening um, that his album, um, We Got It From Here, got snubbed from the Grammys. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Grammys and hip-hop's infatuation with this um, organization. And then we're going to talk about something that came out, I guess it came out last week, were some comments by Post Malone. Um, the sort of... I don't know what you call it, sort of like the, he's like a white R&B singer that's been somewhat adopt, adopted by the hip-hop culture talking um, and, and his comments on hip-hop culture itself and what that means, um, concepts of sort of, of white privilege in, um, in hip-hop and what are we going to sort of do about it. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to make sure you guys can follow us on uh, social media at Brooklyn Bodega. On Instagram and on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at West to the Jack. Find me on Instagram at West Martin Jackson. Um, and feel free to join the conversation. Send us your comments. Uh, we'll include them into our our. Um, anybody who does it live? We'll, who, those who are listening live, those who check out the podcast, uh, you know, you can comment on the topics that we are are, are dealing with today. So um, the so this let's get into this thing with the Grammys, and I'm trying to pull up the um, I'm gonna pull up the uh, complete list of Grammy nominations. So, um, as you guys know, about this time last year, November of last year, Tribe Called Quest released uh, their um, so far uh, their supposed alleged 
last album. I never really believed that because I've list, I've gone to three um, three last tribe shows ever now. So um, they always say it's the it's the end, but um, it always tends to sort of sometimes bounce back. But um, the the thanks for your service. We got it from here. Uh, it's a, uh, it was reportedly that's the word I'm looking for. Reportedly, the last tribe album came out about a year ago. We did a great show on this. Um, last, I guess, the spring of '16. For those who are are the the few of you of our, our avid live listeners, we actually broke the news that that album was being recorded when we had Muhammad Islam, their their uh, tribe's head of security, uh, on the show uh, in our Fife in our RRP Fife show where he leaked that information before anybody else had it, and then um, that that later winter we were proven to be true. So, um, great album, arguably one of the best uh, Tribe albums of all time. It's probably, I don't know, number two or number three maybe for me. Um, yeah, arguably, I don't, we never did that ranking. Uh, but the, the Grammy nominations came out, and um, the, it was conspicuously uh, absent from um, from all nominations. Now, this was sort of... This was sort of disconcerting. Sorry, I had my audio on. Is because this this year of the Grammys was very interesting. Is that there's been this Oscar so white and Grammy so white. Is that these institutions that celebrate film with the Oscars and the Academy and the Grammys, the NARAS, which celebrate, which is the epitome of um, celebration in the music business, had historically and conspicuously been very white, very male. Um, very, which is very American, and there was a, a, a big pushback. So the people were very excited. The first story I saw when the when the Grammys came out was one that Jay Z's four 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 and uh, Kendrick's uh, Damn album had uh, the the num the leading number of nominations. I believe the number was eight. Then also came out of that there was a nomination for Rhapsody. Now, Rhapsody, Kendrick, and Jay-Z, full disclosure, have all played our Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. So as programmers and creatives and curators, we were super excited to have um, these people rock with us and have blessed us with their time and energy to be recognized by, you know, this institution. I don't want to say peers, but by this institution. And, you know, I've always been somewhat ambivalent about the Grammys, but we'll get into that later. But when I was sort of looking to this, and you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people like, oh my God, I want a Grammy. You know, finally I'm legit. I I, I don't think that at all. So it just kind of came through my feed. I looked at it, it was just cool, good looking for them. I didn't even like retweet it on from the festival account or anything like that. Um, but uh, Gisela, who shout out Gisela Batista, who's our copy, uh, one of our writers and and um copywriter and, and one of our editors uh, for the festival and for the site and actually does some work with me um, you know and from my some of my writing materials um, definitely one of our one of our favorite members of the team she texted me this um, uh, link to Q-Tip's Instagram where Q-Tip she was like have you seen this Q-Tip is going off on the Grammys and I would play it here but I can't because it's just full of curses it's, it's you know Brian you know how Brian is he, he won't let me he won't let that slide through but he's basically in there like, F the Grammys, you know, y'all are F'd up, y'all stubbed us, this is some BS, we came and did y'all show last week, and this is last year, and this is how you treat us, I mean, going off, and he said, I'm going to say what a lot of hip-hop 
uh, people say about the Grammys, but never say out loud. You're a joke. You're a clown. You rob Michael Jackson off the wall. You know, Jimi Hendrix never got one. You know, just this, this sort of cascade of criticisms on the Grammys that go back, you know, seemingly 30 years now, back to Off the Wall. I mean, Off the Wall's about even more than 30 years ago, 40 years ago, with Michael Jackson's Off the Wall getting snubbed. And um, it was... It was of, um, you know, and it, it was it was just sort of um, uh, an interest dichotomy. So I'm gonna get before I get into the analysis of that, is that so so people were more happy that in this year the Grammys, there was no, um, I guess for record of the year album of the, uh, sorry I guess it's rock record of the year, for the first time ever no white men have been nominated. So the uh, nominations for record of the year is uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino, um, uh, Despacito, Despacito, which uh, Daddy Yankee, hip hop artist, by the way, people need to shout that out. Um, Luis Fonsi, Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber, The Story of OJ by the Jigga Man, produced by No ID, uh, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and, uh, and 24 Carat 24 Magic by my man Bruno Mars. So this is like the epitome. This is like the Super Bowl, uh, you know, the number one um, award that the Grammys can give out. And here you have, not only do you not have, it's funny that people want to say, oh, look, there's no white men. But it's hip-hop. This is the this is the domination of hip-hop. Childish Gambino, hip-hop artist. You can say whatever you want. This is kind of like a funk parliament record. You can say he's... You know, across categories, you can say he's an actor, whatever. Charles Gambino's a rapper. He's down with us. Daddy Yankee, Puerto Rican brother. You know, the 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 um, Boricuas are, are part of hip hop as much as anybody else. Daddy Yankee just happens to rhyme in Spanish. That's it. He don't try to take him away from us. He's down with us. Obviously, Jay Z is the the king, is is the king. Kendrick Lamar is is the prince, and Bruno Mars is the only one arguably who's not a straight up hip hop artist, but I dare you to listen to, I remember when I tweeted, when you listen to 24 Karat Magic, tell me that Bruno Mars ain't rapping. I challenge anybody to say that. Tell me he's literally not rapping on that song. He is, uh, I believe he's of, I wanna say Hawaiian descent, I think he's sort of Pacific Islander descent, um, but made some really, really great comments about the influence of black music on pop culture. So not if this is, that's four hip hop artists, and five five people of color, five people directly connected to the culture. So it was interesting that you get this comment of not like, oh, look how hip hop has, has officially taken over, you know, is now in the big house with with Massa, you know, in, in you know, off out of the fields. But um, they talk about like, oh, it's almost like there's no white men involved. So even when white men in America don't make news, them not making the news is the news. So we don't talk in the affirmative about these artists of color, these artists from um, cities that have been neglected for years. Compton, um, you know, Compton, Brooklyn, Atlanta. These 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 are hotbeds of black culture historically. And we don't want to talk about that. Instead, he talk about, oh, there's no white guys. Uh, you know, so that sort of annoyed me. But when you get down a little bit into the. Um, the it's an album of the year. We have Childish Gambino's "Awaken My Love," four four four, damn, uh, and twenty four Carat Magic, and then the other one is Lord. So again, we have those same guys dominating um, in album of the year, song of the year, Despacito, 
444. What is this? Issues. Benny Blanco. I don't know what this is. Julia Michaels. Uh, 1-800-273-8255 by Logic, the anti-suicide a song which is pretty awesome. So shout out to him. And that's what I like by Bruno Mars. So again, again, we have hip hoppers all over the place. We should be talking about that. Best new artist. Um uh uh Khaled. I don't know how I don't know if it's DJ Khaled, but no the Khalid, that's not him. Lil Uzi Vert and SZA. So we have two in the best new artists um uh category. But when we get down to this get down to the to the hip hop albums. This is when it sort of got a little bit hot. Let me try to find this. Best rock performance, best metal performance, best rock album, best alternative album. They probably put us at the bottom. R and B. All right, here's come to black folks. Urban contemporary, best R and B album, best rap performance. Here we go. Uh, for a rap performance, single or tracks only. So we got Bounce Back by Big Sean, Bodak Yellow, Cardi B, Four 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 by Jay Z. And Humble by Kendrick Lamar and Bad and Bougie by Migos and Uzi Vert. Best Rap Song Performance, Problems by Black. That's spelled with a six, which somebody needs to explain to me. Crew um, by Goldlink. I don't know why people pay attention to Goldlink. I don't really think that's really that dope. Family Feud by Jay-Z and Beyonce. Loyalty, Kendrick featuring Rihanna. And Love Galore, SZA featuring Travis Scott. Best Rap Song, Bodak Yellow. Uh, by Cardi B. Then we have what's this? Chase me. Who is this? Oh, Danger Mouse featuring Run the Jewels. Okay, so it's Run the Jewels. Humble by K Dot. Sassy by Rhapsody. Here comes Rhapsody. Story of OJ by Hove. And best rap album Four 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 by Hove. Damn by Kendrick. Culture by Migos. Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody. Also BHF alum. Shout out. And Flower Boy by Tyler, the Creator. I literally don't know anybody who's listened to that Tyler, the Creator album, but, you know, there are these issues. But what is not missing here is particularly here we have the category 25 best rap album, No Tribe Called Quest. But instead, we have Tyler, the Creator. I Maybe this is me. I don't know anybody who listened to that joint, right? 444, damn. I think that those are the two sort of heavyweights. But Q-Tip kind of went off that not being um, recognized by the Grammys in any of these categories. Now, I would say this. We're going to play Sassy um, in, in, in our first break by Rhapsody so you guys can hear this record. Now, I this is my sort of criticism, my first point. I just think that this hip-hop's obsession with the Grammys, the need for validation for the Grammys, is it's it's... It's despicable. I'll put it right there. It is the it is the epitome of oppressed uh, oppressed people craving uh, acceptance from the oppressors. Now, I'm not going to say that everybody at the Grammy. I don't want to sort of imply that everybody at the Grammys or even people in the Academy, the Naris, are oppressors. We did a wonderful um, panel with members from the from the Academy from Naris at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival at the Hip Hop Institute at Medgar Evers where we gave them a chance to air these grievances because hip-hop has a long-standing problem with the Grammys going all the way back to Will Smith, uh, Fresh Prince, uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince winning the very first Best Rap Album Award, but their acceptance not being on the uh, televised portion of the show. And then there was a boycott by Public Enemy and Salt and Pepper and a bunch of people. So the Grammys have a very bad relationship with um, 
you know, with with hip hop culture. I remember, um, and it's always been sort of snubs like that. I remember, the, I think it was last year, two years ago, Eminem won Best Rap Album, and nobody even knew that he had put out an album. Um, so you have this, again, this sense of white privilege that a white guy just needs to sneeze and, and he gets uh, recognized for uh, being the best in our culture. But I remember one particularly an issue when Diggable Planet's um, debut album beat out The Chronic for, I guess that must have been 1993. Uh, they beat out The Chronic for Best Rap Album. And uh, Butterfly from Diggable Planets went up and during his acceptance speech said that um, I shouldn't have won. You know, I don't know what y'all are doing. The Chronic is a better album than me. And I love Diggable Planets. I love Diggable Planets more than I love Dr. Dre, but it's it's impossible to me to, to when you talk about the influence to give one or the other, except if you think about if you are a white middle class person who's not really familiar with hip hop, Diggable Planets and its jazzy grooves and its sort of non-confrontational nature uh, sort of makes you feel better than the Chronics, very you know weed smoking, uh, you know crip walking, Snoop, uh, more aggressive nature. So you have even that sense of of um, palatability, if such a word is. And then I think it was either I, I think it was two or three years ago when. Uh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis beat Kendrick Lamar and, and, and Macklemore said the same thing so they've constantly got it messed up year after year after year but yet and still we still crave their acceptance I don't know how many times the Grammys have to be wrong before we say maybe we shouldn't put so much uh, pressure on this maybe we should not think of this as so important but, but hip hop continues continues to do it Young Guru, another BHF alum who worked on 444 and on Rhapsody's album, is tweeting, oh, this is, I'm so honored, this, you know, this, that, and the third to be um, considered for the Grammy. And I love Guru, and Guru does great work. But, you know, I just wish, I, I, I just wish that people wouldn't be so excited. I, I shouldn't say, I wish we had something else. I wish we had a proper award show by hip-hop for hip-hop. Because instead, we're still eating at their table. Now, to their credit, the Grammys, I've, I brought this up when the Grammys, and uh, shout out to Torre, the co-host of the festival, who's on the Grammy, who is a voting member, and, and I think works very closely with the New York chapter, to address these issues. They want to address these issues of acceptance in the hip-hop community, but they kind of got it wrong again this year. What we um, So I think I give them credit for trying to address these issues and they are trying, but they got it wrong again. And I just, you know, Q-Tip gets mad, and, and I'm gonna, we're going to take a quick break and talk a little bit more about Q-Tip's particular rant and what I think is wrong there. Um, but, you know, he's saying F the Grammys. I, I don't want to go that far because they're, they're nice people and, and, and they've done some good work with us. But, yeah, the concept of the Grammys, we should forget. The Grammys need to change, and they need to be more inclusive. And we need to be more, if we want to have the right people be uh, rewarded and nominated, then we need to be, we need to participate a little bit more. But the Grammys, Rolling Stone, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the MTV, you know, MTV VMAs, we're constantly put those above NAACP Image Awards, Soul Train Awards, BET Awards. Um, we rather, it is a very, it is, it is a symptom of a sickness that we are much more concerned about having a white the white people um, tell us we did a good job than our own people tell us they did a good job. And 
it's my danger is now this particular lapse is going to start pitting artists against artists, and we'll get that into into the second um, in our in our second segment. But let's take a quick break. Let's get into Rhapsody's uh, Sassy, which was uh, nominated for one of the Grammys. This is the Swift Chance Report. My name is Wes Jackson. This is YCRadio.org. We'll be back in a minute. All right, we're back. Swift Chance on the report. What up? Your man, Wes Jackson. YCRadio.org. HTML colon backslash backslash. No, www. I remember people used to say web addresses like that. Uh, make sure to follow us at West City Jack at West Martin Jackson on Instagram during the conversation. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about these this Grammy sub by Tribe Called Quest. So what Q-Tip was complaining about he 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 was his his vitriol was directed pretty much at the the Grammys right the Grammys as like they were some sort of monster in the woods. And this is going to be the my my defense of the Grammy committee uh, portion of the show. That's not how it works. And Q-Tip made this statement that um, we did this, we closed the show for you. And if you remember, they did a great um, thing where, where uh, at the last Grammys, where Buster called uh, Donald Trump Agent Orange. And, you know, it was, you know, my phone was blowing up. I feel like I didn't see it live. And everybody was like, oh, Wes is probably having a heart attack. This is so great. So they did this show. They did a great show to promote this album. Um, we um, Not We The People. Uh, we got it from here. And Q-Tip is sort of saying, well, I played just I played the Grammys. I didn't want to do it because Fife had just recently passed. I was in a different state. I'm in I'm sort of uh, in, uh, reading in between the lines. And I came out here to do your show. And now you stumped me. The if I, I, I would probably go out. I would probably spend everything I have in a bank that there is no at least public quid quid pro quo at the Grammys. That if you play the Grammys one year, you are guaranteed a nomination um, the following year. Now that may happen in real life. I'm sure it does happen in real life. There's always a little bit of you know wink, wink, nudge, nudge, quid pro quo, quid pro quo. But for him to sort of go out as if he's as if some contract has been broken is just is just not I, I, is just not factually accurate. All right, if you play you play the Grammys because you want you know, because you want to promote your album, because you want to perform that audience, because you love the Grammys, um, not because of what they're going to give you back. So that's one thing. Second, it is not the Grammys, the quote unquote Grammys. It is not the NARIS committee that nominates these artists. It is the Academy members. It is NARIS members who nominate people for these awards. So if Q-Tip is who he should be upset at. He should be upset with the hip hop community who who are members who don't vote. Now, let's rewind a little bit. There could be an uh, a valid attack on the Grammys that you do not have enough hip hop people as voting members. So we are upper underrepresented. To that I would say that is an issue that I brought up with the New York chapter Directly, the words out of my own mouth in my own conference room, and they said that facts, hashtag facts, that that is true, and we want to do better. We want to educate people about how they can become a member. They came to my event and told people how they could become members. They have um, 
they have a, 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 a how's it contract. Uh, they've gotten people like Torre from SiriusXM, uh, Duck Down, and and Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival to go out there and tell fellow artists and fellow um, creatives join so we can change it. They want to hear your voice heard. Now, is Torre not doing a good job? Are they not giving him his resources? Or is it just lip service? Are they just saying it but not really doing it? You know, theoretically, yes. But I can say at least the words out of their mouth and the actions that they have committed to me personally, what I can deal in firsthand, I can tell you this firsthand, is that they are trying. Now, in that same article, I'm the article, in that same rant, Q-tip says goes in the, it goes, um, you know, there's like four or five of them, but there's one that gets shared the most. And he goes, ninth, what happened? Going to ninth wonder, who's actually um, Rhapsody's producer and uh, the uh, Rhapsody's uh, signed to his label, Jamla Records. And he seems to go to ninth like, what's up? And I believe that ninth is also a voting member and is one of these sort of influential tastemaker artists that the, that the Academy has um in, uh, employed, not employed, has uh, contracted or conscripted. I'm, I'm trying to find the right word to help them with this educational process. So Q-Tip sort of mentions like, yo, ninth, what happened? And then later on, I guess some people are like, yo, why are you going at ninth? He says, no, well, ninth wanted me to do something and vote for this and vote for that. I ain't do it. But anyway, let me continue on my rant. So it almost seems as though is that Q-Tip may not have vote, have may not have voted to nominate a Tribe Called Quest but yet is mad at the Grammys for not um, vote for not nominating the Tribe Called Quest. We have people who won't be named who are just within these four walls who just told me in our break are voting members and have not voted since 2005. So the people that, that Q-Tip should be mad at are the people, the voting members in the hip-hop community or with a knowledge of the hip-hop culture who are not participating, yet you still, yet we still put the Grammys on this perch. So that's who should be mad. But you know who else? Who, who he should be mad at? He should be mad at Ninth Wonder. He should be mad at Jay Z. He should be mad at Rock Nation, because clearly, Rock Nation took it upon themselves to rep for Rhapsody. Because Rhapsody, I love Rhapsody to death. We've booked. I've tried to book her three times. We had her once. This Layla, the Layla album is awesome. She has a catalog full of joints. I I was rocking with with Rhapsody when she was in Cooley High. So don't tell me nothing about no Rhapsody. I put I, I put money in Rhapsody's pocket, right? I booked her. I made a transaction with her to support her career. You know, in my capacity. But there is I cannot. I just have to say, in my personal opinion. There is no way that that Layla's Wisdom, Rhapsody's album, is better than We Got It From Here. That's my personal opinion, right? Um, now, again, the qualifier, I'm, I'm just basically, Tribe Called Quest is arguably my favorite group of all time. I grew up with them. I did my first show with them when I was an undergrad at, 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 in UVA. So it's not even a fair fight. But let's pull out some sort of um, empirical metrics. It did not sell as much. It did not get as many streams. Um, they did. They uh, Rhapsody was not asked to play the Grammys. She was not asked to play Saturday Night Live. She did not headline festivals. Her the asking price that that Tribe gets versus Rhapsody, at, you know, at this juncture is is vastly different 
on every metric. Non, this is just non-personal, empirical, cold, scientific music business metrics. That album has performed better. The Tribe album performed better than Rhapsody's album. Go out in the streets and grab a random person by the collar. Have you heard We The People or have you heard Sassy? I think that, one, you'll find a lot of people have never heard, have heard neither, but that's, uh, that's another macro problem. But even in these streets, look at the reviews. What got the higher ratings, you know, from iTunes, from Amazon, uh, the Metacritic rating. What, who, who was covered in, you know, who did, got a piece in the New York Times. Um, if you want to use, you know, the, the industry standards, did John Caramonica write a glowing piece about Rhapsody's thing for the Times like he did Tribe? You know, no. So there is no, so I understand why Q-Tip is upset because there is no way that um, Rhapsody or, um, goodness, what are these other, like, albums? You know, the Migos, okay, maybe the, the kids love Migos. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that up there. But again, the Tyler Creator song, I don't know anybody who knows anything about that record. I remember he was trying to go get a number one record and was complaining about title and doing, uh, he came out the same that Meek Mill came out and he was complaining about the streaming economy. But I don't know anybody, and I'm in this business. I don't know anybody who's heard one song from that album, right? Damn, 444, culture, okay, there is an argument made. I think that Migos is trash. I'm not a fan of Migos. I love Kendrick. You know, I love Hove. So, again, my personal preference, not notwithstanding. But what happened there, my man, is that Rock Nation, when you see, I'm looking at this list, and I'm seeing Jay-Z, I'm seeing 444 by Hove. I'm seeing Layla's Wizard by Rhapsody. Those are two Rock Nation artists. So I think that that power source up there in midtown manhattan said we're gonna rep for our artists we're gonna put forth a campaign you know to voters to make sure that that our artists get recognized for their brilliance and they were able to convince enough people of rap they were able to show enough voters of rhapsody's brilliance and rhapsody is brilliant but my man q-tip you mad what did epic records do for you my g what did they do where was your campaign so don't come barking, you know, don't bark at the Grammys. Don't bark at other, uh, uh, at, uh, at other artists. You need to go to the people. There are people in your sphere who are supposed to be in charge of this. The, the Grammys are not a, it's not a viewer's choice awards. It's not a popularity contest. It's not a for the culture awards. It's not who is the realist in hip hop awards. It is an industry, grimy, dirty Harvey Weinstein, Brett Ratner, sexual assaulting, cocaine sniffing, payola, um, backroom deals, you know, gentrified, you know, promoting business. And you've been around for almost 30 years. Don't you dare tell me that you don't know how grimy this business is. You've seen it at its worst levels than I have. It is an, it is an emasculating um uh, misogynistic, racist, uh, homophobic, Islamophobic business. It is. It is. It has elements of it that are as ugly as Donald Trump himself. Now, there's also they produce some of the most beautiful art that the world has ever seen. But don't tell. But don't tell me that you're not aware of this Q-tip. You. You the one who told us about industry rule number four thousand and eighty. That the that the you know that the record that the music business is shady. You told me that. 20, 20 some odd years ago. So you need to, when you scream, you need to go to your manager. 
You need to go to your publicist. You need to go to your record label and say, why didn't y'all play the game and rep for us so I could be, so I could get my props? But instead, you're shooting all this vitriol first at Ninth Wonder. He cleaned that up. But, you know, then at the Grammys, and, I'm, and I am defending the Grammys, you know, in, in this nature. Because you know what's going to happen? The first thing I thought, because I'm a Tribe fan. I'm with you, Tip. I love, I love, everybody knows me, though I love Tribe Called Quest to death. But what you're going to do with that vitriol you spit, just, just randomly throwing it out there. I understand that you were mad, and I hope that at some point he listens to this and he cleans it up. What you're going to have is you're going to have us going at each other. So now you got me doing, the, doing that analysis I just did, like, yo. Tyler the Creator and Rhapsody, one of those spots should be tribes. So now you got black artists going at black artists. That we need to somehow turn down the love for Rhapsody, which she, which she, which she deserves. Even Tyler the Creator is a, is a one is a, is a brilliant artist, a provocative artist. He deserves love, but so now you want to turn that down and turn you up, and now we fighting each other. It's no different than you know. All the while, Mass is still in a big house, you know, selling your cotton. Still selling your music and getting rich. And we in the fields fighting one another. We need to stop this. We need to say, listen, all you know, all praise due to all everybody who's nominated, which 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 tip does say. But you know what? This system is messed up. What are we doing? The voters, why did you why did you ignore me, voters? Now, I was I will leave it with this, as you know, as as certainly as 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 I'm getting fired up, but I remember when we wanted um when when uh take when this album in question came out, you know we did a party on my own. You know my Brooklyn Bodega. We threw a listening party, uh, a watch party when Tribe played uh, Saturday Night Live. I brought I spent my own money to get people together to support Tribe Called Quest. I did a show here about to promote that album Tribe Called Quest. We were tweeting, we were adding all types of things to support a Tribe Called Quest. But when I wanted to book Tribe Called Quest for my black-owned, family-owned, female-owned festival, they wanted no parts of me. They wanted to play the AEG, you know, corporate sort of festival. So to sort of sit here, I think it's honestly hypocritical. Like, you, you want to play those games. You like to be, you know, accepted by the mainstream. And now the mainstream has showed their true colors and turned their back on you. Or you didn't you didn't finish playing the game, so coming back to us to the culture and saying like, oh look how they did me dirty. Yes, they did you dirty. Yes, they did you dirty. But where were you at? Where you been at? I didn't see no tribe shows. You know, there was one tribe show in the city out on Randall's Island for a hundred fifty dollar ticket. I didn't see no tribe shows for us. You know, I didn't see nothing go back. I didn't see not. I don't know if you ever came back here to Jamaica Queens and did something. You know. For, you know, for the community that spawned you, you were happy to go out there, you know, go on the tour and ignore, you know, at least my festival and go and go for that money. And I get that. That's cool. I get it. I understand everybody needs to make money. I understand you guys are, are professional artists. But, you know, now to cry foul like this system is doing you dirty. It's like I don't I don't know if I'm buying that because the system took care of you all summer and put stacks upon stacks in your pocket. Um, made you sign agreements where you couldn't rock with your own people. You couldn't play. You know, and Q-Tip knows this himself. They canceled that San Francisco. I think they did a show in Colorado. Then they had to go to San Francisco the next stop on the tour. And he couldn't do it because he was so overcome with that tribe love, you know, of going to a tribe show and seeing real tribe fans out there. It couldn't go back to this generic 
Walmart corporate festival model. So you know what it is. You know the game, Tip. So don't so when you so come at everybody. You know, yeah. Come at I say like when he's saying after Grammys, I'm with you on that. We need to stop putting so much focus on the Grammys. Stop asking for the Grammys to love us. The Grammys are, you know what I'm saying, we we the nerd in high school and the Grammys are the are the, is the captain of the cheerleading squad who never wants to pay us any attention. You know, and then we say, oh, she ugly. We don't want her until she says, yo, yo, you want to go to the prom with me? Then we like, oh, look, I'm the big man on campus because this woman who I actually hate actually showing me some love. But the Grammys don't love hip hop. The Grammys were never built for hip hop. The Grammys not built to celebrate black excellence and black achievement. That's just not that's not in their DNA. So why do we love them so much? You know, so on that tip, I'm with you. But at the same time, man, don't 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 start sp sparking this beef. Where now we going at, we, we have to say, oh, take Jay-Z off and put Tribe on, put Take Kendrick off and put, you know, um, you know Rhapsody or, or Tyler Creator and you got it wrong because now we fighting each other, man. You know what I'm saying? You did what you did. You put out your art. These voters, these particular voters did not recognize it, but remember who did recognize it, my dude. Remember who recognized and loved you. It's people like me who threw parties on your behalf just to show love. Never ask for anything in, in, in return. It's people like me who bought two versions, who bought the clean album and version of, of, of the album and the dirty version and streaming on title and bought tickets to see you at Panorama. All right. It's people like me who booked you in 2011. People like me who, who've been booking, who've booked you now three, four times throughout my career. People who go into bar arguments and defend you as one of the greatest groups of all time. Remember us. Because let this be an example of what they really think of you. They will ignore your wonderful accomplishment in a heartbeat. You know? But at the same time, shout out to Rhapsody representing for the well, not only representing for um Jamla, Ninth, and Guru, Rock Nation, you know, and um, you know, my shout out my man Jason at title. <laughs> Lenny S and everybody up there who's 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 definitely been holding us down. Shout out to them for for getting recognized. You know, and shout out, you know, black owned company. Shout out Rock Nation, black owned company. Shout out Jamla, black owned uh, a black owned company. Shout out TDE, a black owned com a company. Shout out Hip Hop for taking over these awards. So if you want to let's 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 also celebrate that. Let's listen to what Q-Tip says. But let's also celebrate how hip hop took over the Grammys this year. And let's and let's not just wallow in, you know, in their praise, you know, but let's now force them. Let's kick in that door open so everybody behind us never has to deal with this injustice that that Q-Tip is talking about. Get out and vote. Figure out how to vote. And once you get that ability to vote, do it. I can't vote. They won't let me vote. They don't let industry dudes on the industry side vote. It's only creatives can do it. So you rappers, you producers, you engineers out there, get out there and make and, and fix it. They are willing to listen to you. All right? But don't don't start coming for each other. We can't come for each other, man. We got too many threats, real threats out there facing us. All right? So let's get into another break, and we're going to talk about one of these real threats, this devil uh, Post Malone who's in here uh, in the culture and disrespecting it at the same time. So let's get into, let's do a trap song. To mix it up, let's get to Black Spasmodic uh, here on Swift Chancellor Report. West Jackson, follow us at West of the Jack and West Martin Jackson on the IG. You're on ycradio.org, the voice of today's generation. We'll be back. Peace.
Yo, what up? You're back to a chance report. That song is so hard. Listen, I understand. Tip should be mad. That was the that was one of the best albums of the year. There's no question. Um, yo, did 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 Solange get nominated? Because I I remember saying I don't know if she made it for this um, cycle, but I remember saying like, yo, Solange. Solange had Solange and Tribe had the best albums of the year. Uh, Solange, Tip, I mean Solange, Tribe, Hove, and Kendrick had the joints of the year. But you know, who listens to me? What what do I know? And Bruno Mars. People don't talk about Bruno Mars enough. I need to get Bruno Mars at the festival. I'm all for that. Um, that dude's down with the culture. Shout out, shout out to to Bruno. Um, but let's talk about the other side. We're going to talk one last thing in our last segment. Is as we talk about. Um, threats why we should not be fighting each other because there are threats out there and the and the devil has a name his name is post Malone and I want to be very very clear about that's how I feel and if and I I encourage you guys to um, go to the root.com great great website and check out Michael uh, Harriet's article an open letter to post Malone I'm gonna I, I mean I've posted it on on Instagram and and um, Twitter already uh, last week when it came out, came out uh, the twenty first. So it came out about a week ago. Um, is response to old uh, Post Malone's interview on Billboard yet again? We got a white R and B artist talking to Billboard, making criticisms about hip hop culture. I don't know why we chased Rolling Stone, and you know we chased the Rolling Stone, the New York Times, and you know Vice, or you know um, you know, but we don't. Shout out DJ Booth, Ambrosia for Heads. Uh, we're so much focused. We don't build up our own publications run by people who love the culture, respect the culture. Instead, we go we go and, and, and chase scraps on, on Rolling Stone. But listen to what this doofus had to say. Uh, Post Malone, uh, at the 530 mark in his interview with the Rolling, with uh, Edward Rolling Stones, Post Malone says this. And everybody knows him. He's like the white Iverson. You know, so he basically is a white guy. Sounds like he's black. Talking about Allen Iverson, but the, anyway, it's I, I never liked him. Tattoos and gold fronts and 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 um, cornrows and everything. I mean, he's he's basically in blackface, if you ask me. But um, here he goes. If you're looking for lyrics, if you're looking to cry, if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip hop. There's great hip hop songs where they talk about life and they spit that real ish. But right now, there's not a lot of people talking about real ish. Whenever I want to cry, whenever I want to sit down and have a nice cry, I don't know why he's obsessed with crying. I listen to I listen to Bob Dylan. Ha! Or whenever I'm trying to have a good time and stay in a positive mood, I listen to hip hop because it's fun. You people are here to entertain me. No, he didn't say that. I think hip hop is important because it brings together in a beautiful, happy way. So hip hop has no substance. It is here just to make you happy. Um, but if you want real emotion and real thoughts, you must go to Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. This dude, what? My dude, you are not Marvin Gaye, not Stevie Wonder, not Anita Baker, not Minnie Ripperton, not Donnie Hathaway, you know, not, you know, uh, uh, John Lee Hooker, not B.B. King, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is where you need to go get emotion. Not 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 Beyonce, not uh not not the Winans, you know, not Luther Vandross, not Prince, none of these black people show emotion. 
right? Not Kendrick. Kendrick shows no emotion. Not 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 uh, Rhapsody. You know, not Talib Kweli. Not Yassine. Not Farrah March. Bob Dylan. You know. So I say, in the spirit of the root article, I give a tremendous double middle finger to Post Malone. To hell with you. Get out and go do folk music then, if that's how you feel about hip-hop culture. And if you think, and maybe this is my implication, but to hear a white artist who walks around in gold fronts and cornrows and tattoos, you know, mimicking jail culture, mimicking, you know, um, black hairstyles and mimicking sort of, um, you know, certainly urban jewelry or whatever, inner city jewelry or rock and fronts. You know, and you tell me that hip hop, my culture is only good to make you happy. It just makes me think like, you think I'm here to make you dance? You still think that's our role? We are not no minstrels. I'm not here to make you feel better about yourself. That is not my function. I am not your Negro. Hip hop is not your Negro, Post Malone. We are not here to make you happy. And if that's what you're getting out of hip hop, I don't know what you listen to. I'll make you a playlist, my G. I'll play, make you a playlist, and I'll show you that there's places, you know, there's places that make you cry, and 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 and, and make you happy. You know what I'm talking about? I cry. Listen, I remember what was the um, what was it? There was a song I was walking with. I was walking with the baby. Oh, the 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 Beyonce. It's a Beyonce Jay Z song on uh, Khaled's album, Shining. Right? You just shining, shining, shining. All of this winning, and 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 Jay. No, the baby wasn't born because Jay Z says, you know. Uh, you know, basically saying if I'm having these twins, I hope I have a boy and a girl. This is before his kids were born and before uh, my young son Frank was born, uh, who's uh, about a month old now. And he says, you know, I don't care what God gives me, you know, um, as but I'm going to make these sort of soldiers. And here you have a, a grown man talking about the expected pregnancy from his lovely wife. And saying, you know what? I don't care what I have. I'm just blessed to have these kids. That's what I feel, Post Malone. I felt that in my heart. And I remember I, I was walking my dog on DeKalb Avenue, walking to Fort Greene. I had to take a sit down for a minute because I cried at that. I cried at the love that Jay-Z was expressing for Blue, Beyonce, and his two unborn kids. He got three kids. I got three kids. He has a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful wife. So don't sit here and tell me you don't want to speak about that. Because it doesn't connect to what you're talking about. That's on you. But how dare you go on Rolling Stone and put this out into the ether that we got to go to Bob Dylan for emotion. But if you want to be happy, go to hip hop. Now, at the same time, not in defense because I'm a Libra and I have to see both sides of the argument, I kind of get what he may have been hinting at. Is that, and he and in that I would share the same criticism that the Migos, Yachty, Kyle, um, Lord knows what else, Uzi Vert, you know, it is all, turn, that turn up music is about just partying. So I get that. And party music and hip hop is part of the culture. You know, Grandmaster Kaz, Cold Crush, was making party music. Melly Mel was making party music. Uh, Bambada, uh, looking for the perfect beat. That's party music. You know what I'm saying? Just like you know, all my all my friends are dead or whatever. I understand that there is a bit of like a surface level to hip hop, and that's cool. But to imply that there is there are no artists with any substance, with any emotion, is just is just so uninformed. You need to leave the room. 
I don't want to talk to you no more. I don't want to listen to your records. He's apologized for it. I don't want to hear it. He tried. He sort of tried to clean it up. And I and I, um, I I I again encourage you guys to go to the root and check out um, again Brother Harriet's uh, um, article. And I'm going to read you a couple of of, of excerpts um, in response to this. The open letter to Post Malone. Um, you worry me, Post. Michael writes, your interview reeks of the kind of privilege I often see in a larger population of white people who scream reverse racism while stuffing their pockets with the dollars earned off of the art, the culture, and platforms we built. I'm not even mad that you said the word, the N-word, in a vine that you later had scrubbed the internet because I believe that many, if not all white people, haven't innate desire to use the word and you mr malone are most certainly white people um it's a great takedown which articulates my uh, little rant here in in wonderful prose um and in and in a uh, companion to that i would also uh, encourage you guys to read ta-nehisi coates um watch the ta-nehisi coates interview i forget where he was where uh, a white uh, journalist asked him is it basically is it okay for me to say the n-word and he comes out with this brilliant takedown, like, um, more, why do you want to, right? Every group has their own language, their own way of referring to each other. Italians can use words with each other. Uh, the LGBT community calls each other something uh, that I won't repeat here. Women call each other the B word in, 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 with, with a different connotation. Um, on and on and on. Jews call each other different things. That, But that's in that world. We have nicknames with for each other, right? I call my daughter Bird. But if you walk up in there and say, what's up, Bird? It just won't make any sense because you're not part of that community. Um, so it's a it's a great takedown of why white people have this obsession with um, uh, commenting and, and, and want to be involved and, and making all these prognostications on, on black culture when they can't just let black people have anything to themselves. So And now this clown is taking these shots. So... Post Malone, take a long walk off a short pier, and I would very be. And if I never hear another record from you, that will be fine. Um, again, shout out to the Grammys for recognizing hip hop. Hip hop is a great art form. We love it to death. Shout out again. I want to leave this with a positive message. Shout out again to Hove, everybody, Rock Nation, to Kendrick, to Childish Gambino, to Ninth Wonder, everybody who was recognized for their brilliance. But you were brilliant before you got nominated for the Grammys, my brothers and sisters. And you will be brilliant way after that ceremony. So it's nice that you get a little shout out from the big house. That's cool. Love you. I still love you regardless. And to everybody out there, if you have a problem with the Grammys, do something about it. Just don't sit here and, and get on Instagram and throw rants about it. Vote, participate, and be a part of it. We're out. I'll see you next week. My name is Wes Jackson. Thank you for listening to the Swift Chancellor Report here on YCRadio.org. We'll be back next Wednesday. And let's take them out with, um, let's do Black and Ugly uh, by Rhapsody uh, off of that Layla's Wisdom album. Cop that. We'll be back. Be good to y'all. Be good to each other, y'all. We love you. Peace. <laughs>